Hey, what's going on, Black people? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is theblackfinancialchannel.com. Today, I want to talk about what happened uh, today, uh, the bloodbath that is microvision. Microvision is the latest target of Wall Street bets. And uh, and just like all the other pump and dump schemes, microvision shot to the moon and then that sucker dropped to the depths of hell. So we're going to talk about the 23.75% drop in microvision that occurred right after a massive, massive rise of over 100% in one week. We're going to break that down on the Black Financial Channel. So buckle up your seatbelt. Uh, let's get started. We're going to get it cracking right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor, and my goal is to help you make money and to help you understand investing. And also, uh, I'm not a uh, finance professor who happens to be black. I am a black man who happens to be a finance professor. So everything that I see is through the lens of blackness. Uh, I put black the black community first. I believe that we should put our people first. I believe we should solve our own problems instead of waiting for other people. It doesn't mean we hate anybody. It just means we love the hell out of ourselves. So if you agree with that philosophy, put a hashtag B1 in the chat. B in the number one. Hashtag B1. And I see you, Darlene and Tyson and Rich Young and, and uh, Andre and Raymond. And I see y'all on code. All right. So let's, let's get it cracking. Let's talk about this. Um, I I was thinking today about this company, Microvision. Now, Microvision, I've been discussing Microvision for a while uh, because Microvision was a stock that we discussed in class in the Black Stock Market Program. We discussed it about two months ago, actually. So a lot of you have made a lot of money on Microvision, largely because you went ahead and you know t jumped in. Um, I talked about the stock, not specifically because I thought that it was going to go to the moon, uh, which it actually did. But I, I picked this stock because I like the fact that the options premium are uh, quite high. And uh, and so I bought the stock to harvest the options and to pretty much sell to all the speculators because I don't like to speculate uh, too much when it comes to my family's money. When it comes to my generational wealth, I want that to be rock solid, not flimsy. When it comes to my black wealth and my black family, there ain't no such thing as a YOLO. Nah, nah, nah. We don't live once in, this, in, in our family. We live over many, many generations because we understand the poweronomics principle that wealth is a team sport, that you're not just doing this for yourself. You're doing it for your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your great-great-great-grandchildren, your, your quadruple great-grandchildren, and all that other stuff. So if you agree and understand what I'm saying, put a yes in the chat to let me know that we are here to build for the future. Now, with that said, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. Let's talk about Microvision. Okay, so Microvision, uh, basically Microvision <clears throat> became the talk of the town on a forum called Wall Street Bets. Now, give me a yes or no if you've heard about Wall Street Bets and you know what they represent. I assume you've heard of them. Uh, I know some some people may even be offended by uh, the title. I think KT doesn't like the title. Well, uh, you know, get off the get off their nuts, KT. Get off their nuts, man. We ain't here. We ain't jocking nobody up in this mug. So uh, no disrespect to Wall Street Bets, but let me break it down for you and explain to you why uh, Wall Street Bets may not be the Robin Hoodians that you may think that they are. You think that they're, uh, they're, they're these they're these young dudes, man. These dudes that are like, yeah, we're gonna take on Wall Street, bro. We're going to go and get them, man. Yeah, dude. We're going to go and take all their money, bro. Yeah, well, it, it ain't it ain't that simple, partner. It ain't that simple, homeboy. Let me just tell you why. Um, the Wall Street Bets Forum, which I follow very, very closely, and I don't have an issue with the people that get involved with that, it has a certain culture. And uh, I don't disrespect that culture at all. I don't think that they're bad people per se. 
um, because there's thousands of them, right? Millions, in fact, I think. And, um, and, and and they've gained a lot of attention from Wall Street and from the establishment, which we know is certainly open for criticism because there is a lot of reason to criticize Wall Street and the way things get done. But uh, the narrative so far, you know, you think about Wall Street bets, the narrative so far has been that uh, in some of these ventures that have occurred on Wall Street bets where you've had, uh, you know, basically people deciding to do a short squeeze on Wall Street firms. And uh, and they, it was positioned as sort of this Robin Hood thing, like we're going to go and we're going to take on, we're going to use our army to make sure that all of the um, big guys get their butts kicked. I get that. I really do. I mean, Lord knows that the Wall Street establishment needs an ass whooping. Uh, Lord knows that these short sellers are the devil. Lord knows that uh, that that the rich guys have all the fun, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. All everybody on the Wall Street bets forum is not created equal. You've you've got really at least two types of people on the Wall Street bets forum. You've got uh, you've got the the young dudes, the 20, 23 year old trading bros who are just who are really down for the cause. It, it reminds me of Black Lives Matter. But, you know, you, you got the people that are that really believe in the cause that are really down. Or whatever, ready to make a sacrifice, ready to lose all their parents' money, you know, all their all the su- all the summer money they made working at Taco Bell, uh, lose money they don't have, max out their credit card because they really believe in what is is being touted by the leadership. And then you have the people who are a little more sophisticated than that. You have the uh, the Wall Street experts and 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 former traders and brokers who uh, who come in with a level of expertise that is far deeper than you might think. Uh, they they may give the impression that they're just kind of being reckless and YOLO about it, when the reality is that they are stacking that bread like crazy. They are sitting in the backdrop making millions and billions by manipulating how people trade, That's which, which, which unfortunately, as much as they present themselves as a counterculture to Wall Street, they're not a counterculture to shit. <laughs> they're basically doing what Wall Street does. <laughs> they're manipulating prices. And, and they here's the thing. They, unfortunately, they will lead the whole community into a burning building. And the, the people that get burned is the last dude that comes in the building. See, the people who go in the building first, who pour the gasoline on the building, they know which part of the building is burning and they know how to get out before the whole building burns down. But the dude who really is is down for the cause, who goes into the burning building last, is the one who dies a bloody death. So for every time you hear about somebody in the Wall Street bets form who went out and made millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars, because there are people in there, I mean, making crazy, crazy amounts of money. There's also like this poor kid who's 23 years old who is like now $80,000 in debt, <laughs> you know, because he went to college. And for some reason, they like to give credit cards to college students because college students, it's, it's fascinating, right? Won't give you a business loan, won't give you a home loan, but they'll give you all this credit card debt with no job and no credit history, no nothing. I, that don't make no sense to me. And then they'll give you another $100,000 in student loans to go with it just so you can be depressed for the rest of your life. So, so, so what I'm trying to say to you is that what I saw with Microvision was really a masterpiece in terms of how the little guy is still going to get shafted with these pump and dumps. 
Uh, when they go in and they do a short squeeze and they claim to be taking on the Wall Street establishment by pushing the stock price up. Yeah, dude, we're going to go get them, man. Yeah, bro, we're going to take them out, dude. Yeah, okay. Well, guess what? Um, with Microvision stock, the stock pumped up like crazy yesterday. It went up over 140, 150% in the last week. Well, guess what? Today it dropped back down uh, from $29 a share to right now $21.28. It dropped over 20, 23%, 24% today. So anybody who jumped into Microvision thinking that Microvision was going to the moon found that instead you were literally transferring wealth over to more sophisticated investors who knew how to get out of the burning building. Um, and, 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 and the thing, so, so here's the deal. So with micro, with microvision, I keep saying, I want to say Microsoft, it's not Microsoft It's microvision. Microvision is a very tiny company that is severely overpriced. Uh, let me see microvision. If I'm not mistaken in their earnings report, like they're, they're literally earning probably less money than, you know, than some of your dads made last year, you know, working, working at a hospital or at a law firm or something. Let me see. Let me see microvision stock. Let me see what the uh, information is on Microvision. So look up Microvision. Uh, okay, the market cap right now is about $3.2 billion, which is, in my view, probably about $3.1 billion too high. Um, the revenue last year, I, in, in uh, the quarterly financials, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Their revenue was 395000 What the fuck are you doing valuing a company at $3.2 billion that only made less than $400,000 in the last quarter of 20 of 2020. And that was a net loss of $3.5 million, $3.5 million in the negative. And you're valuing this company at 3.2, 3.3, $3.4 billion. It's it's worth 3.18 billion right now. And that's after the price dropped by 24%. This, this company's overvalued people. And, th- and that's what it is. And, and, and the thing about it is that unsophisticated investors don't even know the basics of what a company should be worth. They don't know what you should be paying for these companies. And, and I'm not here to preach. I'm not here to put on a sermon. I ain't nobody's pastor right now. I'm just here to, I'm just a friend trying to give you a, a more sober point of view. I'm just the OG uncle boy. just trying to step in and share a little bit of game. You can ignore it if you want to, you, you don't have to pay attention. But what I am saying to you is that you got to be careful about these pump and dump schemes where they get everybody blasted up and excited about going and buying into these companies that are severely inflated and overvalued. Now, I am a heavy investor in Microvision. My family has made a killing on Microvision stock. I swear to God, my woman gave me extra kisses when she saw how much money we made on that stock. But if you recall, I was talking about Microvision when it was trading at 10, at 12. And then it went to 16, 18, and 20. Then it started dipping. And when it started dipping, I kept buying the dips. And I, the reason I was buying the dips was because I believed that I love the fact that Microvision options sell at a very high price. So I wasn't speculating on Microvision stock. I was selling options to the speculators. When these speculators come in, when the Wall Street bets bros come in and they start buying up uh, a, a company, they're not buying the shares all the time. Most of the time, they're buying the options. So I said, you know, the number one rule of making money is you buy low, you sell high. When something is overvalued, you want to be the seller. You don't want to be the buyer because unfortunately in those situations, the buyers become the suckers. So I wasn't trying to buy that those options. I said they, they cost too much, but I was selling them and that's how I made most of my money. 
So anyway, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, share button, subscribe button. Uh, those of you who are interested, if you want to even know anything about how to sell stock options and all that, uh, in case you're interested, I do have a stock options masterclass in the Black Business School. It's very popular. You can feel free to take a look. And uh, there's a URL, stockoptionsmasterclass.com. So feel free to go to stockoptionsmasterclass.com if you want to learn more about it. All right. So do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, share, make sure you subscribe to the platform. Uh, let me give you some uh, quick thoughts uh, in terms of what's going on right now. Uh, right now, everything's looking pretty sunny in the market for real investors. And, um, and and I'm sure within the Wall Street Bets forum, there are some real investors in there. Unfortunately, uh, they created a culture that isn't really investing. It's more like gambling. Uh, they created a very casino-like atmosphere where there is kind of this really uh, huge amount of excitement over uh, you know how much pe money people are losing. Um, you know, there are people in there that they use the word YOLO, like you only live once. So you might as well take all the money you have and throw it at the wall. Uh, you know, and, and unfortunately, we know enough about we know a lot about that culture because we got a lot of rappers in our culture that have been mass promoting, uh, to you know, economic irresponsibility to the black community. We've got a lot of hip hop artists, unfortunately, the bad ones, not the good ones, but the bad ones who are telling you that that the more money you waste, the cooler you are, the more of your family's wealth you throw away, the, the, the hipper you are. And I'm going to tell you, there's nothing hip black man about you throwing away money that your children are going to need. There's nothing cool, black man or black woman, about you blowing money uh, at the mall that your kids are going to need to survive. Like taking money, like 100000 you know, they got a BET show, I, I, I think called uh, Blew the Bag or something stupid like that, where there's some guy, I saw this show, it made me want to throw up and punch the TV and, and knock somebody upside the head. I was so mad when I watched this show, but they were literally, there was literally some dude on there who was laughing. Some guy that had, you know, six kids and five babies mamas who won the lottery. God blessed him with a beautiful opportunity. He won the lottery. I think he won a million dollars. And he sat there and giggled around the fact that he took all the money and he went and he rented the biggest hotel suite in Vegas and he partied with strippers the whole weekend and he literally spent all the money partying with strippers and I said you dumb fuck you have children that need you they need your their father to be a responsible human being and you took all that money and you blew it on a pack of hoes and a bunch of liquor and a bunch of weed and, and spent it on a hotel suite now all that generational wealth all that money that would have helped your little your little girl uh, pay pay rent 20 years from now or pay or not rent pay a mortgage 20 years from now or would have helped your son stay out of jail that money's gone because their daddy is a dummy Right, so dummies end up creating dumb situations for their children. And I'm telling you, don't go out here and be a financial dummy. Don't go out here and be a sucker because they're selling you a bunch of sucker crap on TV. And that sucker culture is all over the place. So we must end that plague the same way they said we got to well flatten the curve and, and, and social distance from the virus. Well, we got to socially distance ourselves from the dumb acidness that is mass marketed to our community. The financial irresponsibility, the financial stupidity, the financial ignorance that that is no more. We have put that to rest. RIP. Everybody type RIP in the chat if you know what I'm talking about. RIP to all the ignorance that put us in the situations that we're in. RIP to all the bad generational curses that have kept us broke. RIP to all the bad habits that we learned as children that we will not recommit to as adults. RIP. Type RIP in the chat if you get what I'm saying. All right. Thank you, Tremaine. I see you in there. All right. So here's, here's, here's a final point. Uh, right now, in terms of investing, those of you who have diversified portfolios, I have everything I'm, I'm you know, it's, a, it's kind of a financial weather, man. I've been paying attention to the storm clouds. I've been looking around to find any indicators to say that stock investing is going to get messy or turbulent. Um, 
I'm seeing nothing but sunny days, to be honest with you. Uh, the Fed is about as accommodating to the stock market as it possibly can be. Um, the, our companies are making more money than ever before. I think Google just set another record for earnings. Uh, you've got um, you've got all kinds of indicators that that pretty much tell you that there's this pent up demand. That's what they're calling it. Where as soon as they take the mask off, as soon as people go out and they start partying, they're going to start spending money. So stock investors, based on what I'm seeing and what the experts are saying, are going to do pretty well, especially those who know how to hold Now, uh, also, some of you uh, wanted me to update you on our Dogecoin experiment. I told you guys I, I surveyed you on Twitter. My Twitter is Dr. Boyce Watkins one. Please follow me on Twitter because I, I need more intelligent black people following me because I'm, I'm tired of responding to stupid people. So uh, please uh, follow me on Twitter. It's Dr. Boyce Watkins one. There you go. It's on the screen. And basically on Twitter, I did a survey and I said, how many of you would like for me to buy some Dogecoin as an experiment and report on the results? Well, so far, so bad. So far, the Dogecoin experiment is not going well. We bought it 38 cents a coin. And now those Dogecoins are worth um, are worth 27 cents, and which is about 27 cents too much, too high. It's because Dogecoin is actually absolutely worthless. So the Dogecoin experiment is not going well. We didn't hit the jackpot, but we're going to we're going to hold and see what happens. Uh, now, with that said, uh, one more thing I want to mention to you guys is that um, many of you have asked about things like how to own a hotel, how to invest in hotels. Well, one thing we're doing in the Black Business School this week is we're having a mini conference uh, that's about four hours long on how to buy a hotel. And uh, so if you're interested in investing in a hotel, you can actually go to blackhotelinvesting.com. Because you're part of this podcast, you can actually get in for free. The cost of the ticket is 99 bucks. But if you go right now, uh, the first 100 people can get in for nothing. So go to blackhotelinvesting.com if that's what you're interested in. Uh, we need more black hotel owners and hotel investors is actually one way that a lot of people are building generational wealth. All right, guys. So um, let me uh, go ahead and, and, and crack out uh, out of here. I got to go running. Uh, health is wealth. And so I, I let my woman tell me to uh, go running and she makes me get out there and take my fat butt out there. So that's what I'm going to do. Now, Elon Marks says, stop bashing Doge. You have not researched it enough. I researched it, man. Let me just tell you. But but good luck. I hope that it works out for you, buddy. I hope it I hope you make a killing, dude. I really do, man. YOLO, YOLO, bro. I hope you make all the money in the world, man. I, I ain't buying no more Dogecoin. Uh, I, I, you know how I make my money? I make my money with solid investments and solid companies that give you a reason to buy. So, uh, you know, but it doesn't mean you can't make the stupid money. So I, I really hope that your Dogecoin makes you a killing. I, I really do. I'm just, I'm just messing with you and I'm not here to rain on your parade. All right, guys. So do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, share button, subscribe button on your way out. Uh, I'm out of here. And like I said, if you want to go to the hotel investing conference, uh, it's blackhotelinvesting.com. The URL is right there on the screen. I hope to see you Friday and I uh, hope you guys have a good day. I'll see you later. Peace.